And we back with another episode of Textually Active. This week on Textually Active with the drop of Kanye West's new documentary, Genius, we're talking about finding your genius. So a lot of us have genius inside of us, but we're not sure if we've unlocked it. Do we have the support for it? Do people understand our genius? So tune in right here, right now on Textually Active. And it might be a few spoilers, but you know it's life. It'll be all right. Hey, so I see all of y'all sharing y'all products, y'all businesses on your Instagram stories, on Facebook. Why not take out an ad on your favorite podcast and get more listens and more eyes on your product? Textually Active is now offering ads to businesses. All you have to do is send us an email and we'll get back to you about how you can get your ad right here on Textually Active. Send us an email right now at textuallyactivepod at gmail.com. Textually active. active. This is your weekly dose of navigating the digital age while dealing with friendships, relationships, and all the ships in between. I'm Rez and I got Measy with me. Yes, sir. (laughs) Measy's on the mic. I got EA on the boards. You know what it is. And we're back. How's everybody feeling? Uh, Being in here with you guys has lifted my spirits. But had you asked me this yesterday, I'd probably have been like, it's another one of those weeks. <laughs> you would you would have asked us this morning, we'd have like, it's one of those weeks. <laughs> oh, one yeah, you'd have asked me that like, like yesterday, I'd have been like, it's another one of those weeks. But today, being here with y'all, and, you know, I don't know, the energy's here today. Yeah. It's, it's in here. It's in here. It's good to be around good energy. Yeah. You, can feel, you definitely can tell the difference. Yeah, I don't feel that as much as I did yesterday. Yesterday was sickening. You know, sometimes, you know, you can have you can have a days on, you got days off. Yeah. I for me it's more like minutes. It give me a thirty minute <laughs> give me a thirty minute period, that yeah. shit might be off. The next it. thirty minutes it might be up. Nah, what, uh, your, your, your mood can't have a 15 minute break bro. It, it, My my mood be on a, on a 8 hour shift I was on With, I, two, with a 20 minute and 2.15 We was watching Euphoria Cassie told Rue just take it one day at a time <laughs> <laughs> I ain't never gonna tell nobody Take it one day at a time ever again Never boy If, if you watch Euphoria you know After I seen I ain't never seen Euphoria I saw that one episode Hey Rue ain't had time to take no minutes She went through the whole LA <laughs> Brace. She ain't taking it one day at a time. She so. is taking it every mile yeah. and a half. No, 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 when she rolled out of the house after they started going up the stairs, you know, she booked hey, it. Hey, booked it. It was booking it on the police. Hey, I also need to think we need to start an initiative with the police. They need to be in, in, in fucking shape because Rue, this drug addict skinny girl was getting busy on them while going through withdrawals. Rue was yeah. taking off. What, what, what mutt butt? A stomach virus going crazy, no, 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 no. but that squirt no, no, Hershey that squirts. That was not a stomach virus. That was that, that was, was the that was the withies. Yes, that was the uh, withdrawals. You know what I'm saying? That was the the Bobby Brown. Hey, the nick. No, oh. you know what the nigga said on the top You know what the nigga said on the top Nigga said Zendaya doing her best Demi Lovato. Dang! <laughs> Shout out to Demi. No one said, no, no said for Black History Month. Shout out to Demi. Hey, Shout out to Demi. That Dang. dog food had you sometimes, but 
She got it through it. it got, she got through it. Make you grind your teeth a little bit. How you doing? I'm glad to be here. Listen, I'm uh, going off for three hours of sleep, but I'm up. Woo! Let's get it, bro. Gang, I gang. I was up, too. I ain't going to hold you. You know how we do. I ain't going to hold you. Uh, I was watching TV and fell asleep through it all this morning. I, I went to bed by 6.30 this morning. I was off today, so you know how life goes. Sometimes you just got to slide off that three hours of sleep and get it done. You know sliding. what I'm saying? Every day. Shout out to everybody that's a night out that can't that can't go to bed at night. Right. And then can't sleep during the day. They be talking to me on the timeline because you know I'm up. You know the friends that be up. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to y'all. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. No, no BS. If you, have a, if you have an idea, you need to, you need to kind of work it out. And 3 o'clock in the morning. Hey. Easy is I can count on Easy. I'm up, be the bro, because I'm up working on some bullshit myself. I was up yesterday trying to figure out how to put subtitles on reels and couldn't figure that shit out. Adobe Premiere is hard as fuck. <laughs> Dog, if you don't, if you don't act like, nah, that's cool. I, nah, no, no, let, we can address it here before we get started. Why I didn't come to you about it was because I wanted. To learn how to do it myself so that when I then did it, you can be like, oh, you know how to do it. And I can be like, yeah. I did peep it. All I right. peeped it. All right. That was it. I that was, was why. No, I was, I was, I was, I was very, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy. It took me like three days, but. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, the first one, it took me about three days. To <laughs> okay. That's why. Okay. I wanted to come but, in. I wanted to bring value and not take value. But no, that's fair. Yeah, and yeah, I appreciate yeah. that. That's where I'm at. But the value I'm about to give you is that I'm about to do have. I'm about to put you onto something. You're gonna be like, dog, this is gonna take away all the work from you. Yeah, and absolutely. Then, and, you're gonna, and you're gonna be like, holy shit. Yeah, but all the videos. But next time, I don't give a shit. You call me first. Gotcha. I mean, it's three o'clock in the morning. I don't think you. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I would have been asleep. Yeah, he be, he be asleep. Yeah, because I definitely had to do a. Uh, I had to. Uh, yeah, you well, had to talk that shit. Talk that shit. I had to facilitate. Talk that shit. My boy seminar. out here doing panels and shit, seminars for niggas. We up. It's still Black Future Month. We going into the whole year. It's about to be Black Future Year, and we talking all that big shit about all of us. And we gonna talk about this later. But we in here and we up. Uh, Fuck that shit. Before we get into, we done switch sides. This is how futuristic we are. Yeah. Before we get into it though, <laughs> let's get into the trending. Topics for the week. Let's jump into the text because there's some shit we need to talk about. It's just a little bit. It's something we got to touch on. It's the text thread, baby. All right, so let's let's just get it started. Let's just get it started. You know, Netflix is coming out hot. They dropped Love Is Blind too. I don't know if you guys have been watching that. I've been watching it, but they've also announced that they're bringing back Dave Chappelle. Some of y'all are up in arms about it because Dave Chappelle's last special had. Um, the alphabet girls up in a in a frenzy. Okay, um, I mean they had to. Anybody who brings out that much chaos, you know, they want somebody that's going to be talked about. So they got Dave Chappelle back. Yeah, and I appreciate it. This this time it's not Dave being Dave. It's Dave giving his platform to other comedians. I think one of the names I saw the announcement uh, is uh, Earthquake. You know, Earthquake been on. She earthquake been a lot around my entire life. I've been watching earthquake on uh, Comic View, all the shit that we know as for Black culture, uh, Def Comedy Jam. Earthquake done did it. So it's Dave doing a series. I think it's called uh, Dave's Home or Dave's Friends, something like that. You know, we don't fact check, but he giving this opportunity to comics that he think deserve to have this platform, mm-hmm. and I fuck with it because do we, do we have I a, like it. So you may have just said it. 
but I was like not paying attention. So sorry. Yeah. Uh, did he announce some of the people that he's looking? To do? Uh, all the names I've seen so far. This doing this special this announcement has been earthquake. It's probably Which, it's probably yeah. all the people you know you see around Dave or yeah. the comedians that you love that people right. don't talk so, about that so much. You expect to see like Donald Rollins probably. Maybe you know Donnell Earthquake. Maybe uh you know Cipher Sound. Shout out Cipher Sounds. Like just people that's around Dave that's doing good shit that don't ever get this big platform like Dave. And I yeah. I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah, good for him. It's yeah. probably gonna be a bunch of black people too because you know how Dave is. Dave be with the blacks. Dave, Lord Brazen. Dave is bringing it. I'm, I'm ready to see it. I love it when they give a platform to other comedians so that we can see what they got going on. We can laugh with them. We could be introduced to new people. And it ain't even gotta be new people. I, I think it's a lot of. People. I think it's a lot of people that never got their chance. Because I think comedy is one of those things where if you don't pop right, right then and there with comedy, you ain't you gonna be a funny guy to us. But now in 2022, if you ain't on TikTok doing reels and Twitter videos and loyalty diamond tester videos, if you ain't on Wildin' Out. You might not be funny. Exactly. If you haven't been invited to interview for Wild and Out. You exactly. might not be. If funny. you ain't never been on Wild and Out, you might be funny. Yo, so, speaking of Wild and so, Out, I'm sorry. Go ahead, honey. I really want to get into Wild and Out first. Have you time. have you heard that uh, Nick Cannon trying to get his bitch back? He's supposed to. Okay. It's obviously supposed Valentine's to. Day just passed. A lot of people trying to get your bitch back. Supposed to. Um, even on about elementary. Old boy trying to get with a uh, old girl, <laughs> but he been trying to do that the whole series. Sorry, that's a spoiler. If you ain't watch Abbott Elementary, you just not black and don't support black people. But, but wilding out, what were you gonna say? My thing is, I rem- I remember distinctly a-, a long time ago when it first came out. People thought that wilding out was corny. I remember that. I remember people were like they were not feeling it, all that stuff like that. But you think about it, you look at the track record, like. They ain't miss. I will. I want to argue that I think when a while and out first came on, we all thought this was incredible because it came out the same time as Chappelle. So we was like, "Oh, this is just as funny." I remember that, but then it did so many seasons in the middle with the change of culture that we was like, "All right, we not watching this just as much." Because MTV had us in a chokehold, like yeah. Viacom had us in a chokehold. We was watching making a band and then wilding out. <laughs> and then we switch over to Comedy Central to watch the They had us in the choco for yeah. a really long time. And so I think it was corny from the beginning. And then as it ran through its season, it's like, all right, what can you do? And then it made its resurgence because of Nick Canning bringing the new comedians or the people we see on our timelines yeah. and then doing jokes like that. But it only built his brand. And I think Nick Cannon is at a point in his career. He's supposed to want mariah back because i just saw a video of mariah singing we belong together on the timeline a little orchestrated valentine's okay. clip for the timeline and let me tell you i put mariah through a mattress oh my god i put mariah, mariah through a mattress speaking of um black men and black people in entertainment we got Dave Chappelle with his show, Nick Cannon with Wildin' Out. Charlemagne the God got renewed for a second season of his show, The God's Honest Truth. Shout out Charlemagne. I mean getting a bag. Yeah, he um The show was funny too. We'll be I'll be honest. I don't watch it, but I also think Comedy Central has put it in yeah. a weird time spot for black people. It's like Fridays at 
11 Like Niggas If we outside is outside at those times It may not be for our age group But I think he did uh, And we don't got think, cable So it ain't like I DVR'd it But I think he fav- I think he We gotta watch it on Hulu On YouTube though I think he I think the episodes are popping up on YouTube I think uh, Comedy Central does a poor job Of promoting what they got going on I think it's I think it's that uh, that legacy stuff, man. It's like they spend all that money to to have you know dedicated channels and all that stuff like that. Yeah. So like I don't think they want to be you know they they need it to work because it's like it's been working for. Because so I think they uh, Paramount is Viacom is not Paramount. We got that announcement last week that Paramount is doing their Paramount Plus is now Viacom, and I think that so Vi- did Viacom already own Paramount. I think it's the same company. And so the Viacom shows is on Paramount. So when I say Viacom, when I say Viacom, I mean BT, VH1, Comedy Central, MTV. Is BT Plus going away? No, it's still BT Plus. But I think Viacom's, the white version of Viacom, which is also CBS, is Paramount Plus. And all the days, like South Park. The late shows, okay, so all of this shit is on Paramount Plus. No, that doesn't make any sense because CBS is owned by Comcast. I don't know about that. I Listen, think it's all one thing. I mean, it's yeah. getting to the point where it's a, you MSN, need MSN EA here. You, you know? need all. You need a bunch of money to you spend. You might as well just get cable. <laughs> no, you, 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 <laughs> you might as well get just cable. Get cable as you're watching this on uh, on YouTube, you can see the little ticker tape going across, seeing all the crypto. Because I'm like, but then, I know all this stuff. But then they got another show coming out on Peacock, Fresh Prince. Peacock is on. Peacock is up. I'm watching it when I leave here. Yeah, dude. We're going to need to uh, talk offline about the. the you got to talk to Jazz. That ain't my. Yeah. That, oh, yeah, I'm the broker, though. So yeah. I'm going to talk to Jazz about gotta, that. You got to talk to. It's not like we're going over to their house after this. Yeah. We, probably. It's a little dirty, but whatever. <laughs> oh, we, 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 got, we don't care. We like, like when it stink a little bit. It, oh, it, it might stink a lot. <laughs> it's been a, we ain't been home. You. This is like, we've we been gone for. Yo, that's we all just, like money over there. <laughs> we doing what we doing, but right? It's been it's been rough over there. So the real the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Did you get a chance to watch? The I'm watch, when I leave here. This is when I'm starting. Okay, so basically, what they're doing is they're taking the Fresh Prince of Bel Air and they're turning it into a reality like drama, a dr- dramatic version of Fresh Prince. And they got Meek Mill playing in the background because what's Philadelphia without Meek Mill playing in the background? They said the soundtrack to this. I've been looking at the timeline. You know, my timeline has watched it. The timeline says that the music selections in this is they haven't missed. It's been really, really good. Yes, that's what I um, hear. I've also heard the critiques of like, I can't take this serious because uh, Uncle Phil not fat. <laughs> that's what I heard. Like I've heard. I mean, like, come on now. I mean, but and, let's keep it a buck. And on top of that, he's an alpha. Yeah. In, in show. Well, that's your personal <laughs> personal thing. That's your vendetta. But let, let's be clear, like. Is there a fat phobia? Like, why isn't he fat? You could have just found a fat black guy to be that guy. Mm-hmm. Like, dr- if Rick Ross can be the drug lord of Miami, you could find a fat black guy. So, so is Bel Air too sexy? Is that what is that what's I mean, what I'm hearing? Maybe because the comments on Coco Jones playing Hillary out of this here. Hey, Coco Jones. I don't know Coco Jones for being an R&B singer, but Coco Jones might be out of here now for that. Because them niggas in it, like, hey, you got to see, you got to see Hillary. Like, she she going brazen. Okay. All right, I'm ready to see it. Um, that's something I'm definitely going to be tuning into to watch. What else do we got on our, our trending topics? Uh, the, you know, uh, Danny Lee brother out here was wilding. 
y'all saw the footage of him and uh, the bowling alley getting the beats put on him. What was that? Getting the beats put on him. They jumped him. I feel like this is his only chance. He knew, like, oh, me and him. I know where he's going to be today. Let me go talk to him. And as black people, conversations don't lead up to let me talk to you. It leads to I'm trying to talk to you and somebody doesn't take Some it people away. like to talk with <laughs> their hands. Like, and, yeah. and that's the problem. I just want to know, did he uh, put on bowling shoes first? I don't think this was a well-executed or planned out plan. Name a time you went to the bowling alley with a group of blacks and they put on them bowling shoes. So that's a fair point. Okay. So for me, all the time, I didn't know not wearing the bowling shoes was a thing. That's cool. Same, same. I saw this video the other day of these black people at the bowling alley. The niggas on the lanes with Jordan ones on, and I'm like, how did he get that? Because them <laughs> niggas do not let you pay for the lane without they, giving you the shoes. And you know, they only came in a size nine. So I'm like, <laughs> like I. I didn't know not wearing bowling shoes the was cool a thing. Kids now don't wear the bowling shoes. I'm learning that. Mm-hmm. I'm learning that. They just give them to you. Put them down on the floor. I, I'm mm-hmm. learning that. I didn't know. So I don't think this was a well executed plan. No. So the brother is suing. You need more people. <laughs> right. He, he probably should not have never went there solo. No. I feel like even because you Danny Lay, she's. A E-list celebrity. Wow. Oh, it's wow. Okay. So you saying that we can we could she could roll by here and we were like, oh, what's up, Danny? I feel like I feel like if we saw Danny Lay in a Walmart, pun, we wouldn't know it was Danny Lay. Nice callback. <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't know. I wouldn't know that was Danny Lay in a Walmart. She light skin. She look like all the Instagram models. I would not know. I'd be like that bitch fine, but that's it. Is it laziness? Because I I haven't even googled her. I yet. don't know what she looks like enough to be able to. She's a yellow mom. You know, yeah. <laughs> that's all. That's out. That's it. It's the you know the problem is that they're gonna have to interact with each other based on this baby. And this I don't think this lawsuit helps. Suing yeah. your nephew's ba- father doesn't help, but. The baby lawyer say, hey, man, this is gonna, a money grab. I was going to say, uh, a, a, uh, it's kind of like a toxic text alert right here. Right? Imagine if the baby recreated uh, I Get Money and he redoes the sign the check sign the check before the baby come. That'd be fire. <laughs> I want to say that. I mean, that baby's here, but I feel like uh, I feel like if I feel like at this point, you got to do like you got to make this interesting. Like. That's your baby mama now. Yeah. And the, they've been trying to cancel the baby, but every time I turn around... He on another feature. He got another feature. He another got another song. single. He's They play him on the radio here like it's nobody's business. Every time I turn on the radio, let's go. So is Tori. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> Same uh, thing for Tori. Uh, yeah. But... Uh, I feel like at this point you just gotta up, we gotta uplift each other. We yeah. gotta go hand in hand. Like, listen, we might not work out, but maybe musically it works for us. And so then your brother don't have to run down on me at there, and I don't have to pay him for him wanting to fight me. So I feel like there's a bag that could help, like help her brother get up. I don't know what he's trying to do in his life. It look, it clearly looks like this is a money grab. Yeah. So help him, help him. You know what I'm saying? Help her, help him. just had a conversation at Thanksgiving like I don't, normal I don't feel like you needed... I feel like he thought this is the only shot he can get close to the baby, so he tried it. But I feel like you could probably... 
be there with your sister one day during yeah. the the baby exchange. Yeah, something. Yeah, simple. Like shout out, like shout out to the last thing on our test alert this week. I want to talk about because we just talked about Nick trying to get Mariah back. Get your bitch back. Season is in full effect after Valentine's Day. Shout out to Miguel and his ex. They are now back together. Mm-hmm. Miguel and his girl are back together. Good. They're about to get married. They didn't tell us shit. They just told us they was broke up. They didn't show us that they was broke up. They didn't show us them do a weekly Instagram video of them trying to reconcile. They broke up. We knew they broke up. They back together. They showed us the bad day. You don't got to show us everything in between. Kanye West. Debate, uh, uh, Danny Lay brother. You don't got to show, us, gotta in show between. us in between. You can just show Leave us. Leave us out of it and just show us y'all getting back together. Show, and we're going to praise it. that's a part it. of the reason why so, I don't like so. to be in between married people business or people who... I don't like being in, in between anybody's disagreement with their spouse because... Y'all, most nine times out of ten, gonna get back together. Exactly. And then I done got jumped at the bowling alley for no reason. And I'm still looking at him sideways every, every time, time he, he come, come pick the baby up. Right. right. Like, no, we're not doing that. We're not Just, doing that. And I'll give this no. piece of advice out there to the listeners don't jump in between nobody's relationship. Stay out of it. Please. Mind your business. Please. Um, keep your keep your mouth shut. Because she still love him a little bit. Because you know what they're gonna do? They're gonna go back to that person and say, when they make up, you know. Rez had the most shit to say about you. <laughs> now you the friend on the outside. Yeah, you know she had the most shit to say about you. She said she said that you would say that. Like, no, now you're not you, doing that. Like the brother got live, he got jumped at a ball in there. That's not going away. We no. it's twenty twenty two. That's on the internet. He got his hair it's pulled. there forever. He got his hair pulled. Like I just started watching. Uh, that, that says a lot. I, I just because V and we ain't gonna say why, but I started watching uh, <laughs> Joe Rogan call out Carlos Messier for stealing jokes. And this happened in 2005. It's still on the internet. The baby's the baby beating up beating you up at a bowling alley is gonna live forever. Yep. <laughs> like, That's a family heirloom now. Yeah, you gotta pass that down. Mm. You gotta explain to your nephew what happened at yep. this bowling alley with his daddy. You remember uh, her daddy. So so I don't know niece. why, but I was watching How High a couple couple of weeks ago. Um, and you remember it was like the assistant pimps of assistant pimps. Like now it's, that's him for the rest of his life. Like, like you gotta getting, explain. Your daddy been getting slapped. You gotta sla- explain to your niece why her daddy beat you up because there's film and them kids at school are gonna tease her. Right. Do we have anything else for the text? That's it. We move I think on? I think everything been cool. Kanye, you gotta relax a little bit. Skeet is not as uh, witty and creative as you think it is. Uh, I did. I did read an article about him. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, he's been calling the kid Skeet. No, that's Pete's new name. He's calling Pete Skeet. Pete Skeet. Yeah, Kanye's. Those are his kids, so he's not gonna disrespect his own kids. Okay. He will let. He's been letting Pete know you not finna. You not finna be around these kids. Okay. And so I think you gotta relax a little bit. Uh, let the lawyers deal with this. Uh, calm down a little bit. I saw a part of the case on Ball Alert that says Kanye is not trying to get with this divorce, but he's also trying to save some of his assets. I understand. So you gotta relax. But Just, yeah, I should have been doing I've, that beforehand. Shout out to the Rams for winning the Super Bowl. We didn't talk about that because it happened. Uh, it happened before we, re- uh, after we recorded. But shout out to them. Shout out to my boy Odell. Uh, yeah, 
Streets is okay. Super Bowl out here. Kodak, get good soon. I know y'all shot, but you still putting that album out this Friday. So shit, shit up. Look like. Super green, super green. Nah, I, nah, I see what you see. What I did? <laughs> That's good. That's good. Uh huh. All right, we'll be back with our group discussion. Is it not group discussion? It's just our, a textual our discussion. Text, our text thread discussion. Our discussion on the text thread. Have you watched it before? You. This is my first time. Like we just did the text thread. The next one is our discussion. Our discussion. We'll be back with our discussion. I I, I swear I go here. <laughs> You need promotion and visibility for your product? Why not do it right here on Textually Active? It's a space right here that you can add to. If you got a podcast, a book club, a vinyl, a candle set, whatever it is you do, we might need some lashes. You can promote your product right here on Textually Active. Be sure to click the link wherever you're listening to this too, and you can get more information there. Promote your stuff right here with Textually Active. All right, so let's get into our discussion for this week. We are continuing Black History Month. Y'all know y'all listening to Black History right here and right now. Black Future Month. Black Future. Black Future. We got to start supporting Black Future. He said that, and not too many people, like, we as a culture haven't grabbed that. I said that a couple weeks ago. We haven't grasped on to that, but we probably need to start thinking. We keep yelling generational wealth, Black Future Year, or... Like, I feel like so. Explain to us again what Black Future Year, Black Future means. To you. When I heard it, I figured that instead of history, because that shit has already happened, we need to start celebrating for the future, Black Future Month. All that uh-huh. shit that happened, we understand that concept, but these motherfuckers is doing it now, right here, right now. And when you do it right here, right now, it sets you up for the future. Right. Like, we can celebrate them, our ancestors and all that. We respect them, appreciate everything you did that led to open this door. But right now, it's about us building our shit, even if that means we got to tear down Teflar, which uh, I'm not really upset about. But, like, we got to talk about now and in the present for us to move forward and be future and our kids be something generational. All the buzzwords the niggas on the time, I said generational wealth, uh, uh, raising kids right all that bullshit so i don't know about you but in the midst of everything going on with kanye a documentary dropped on netflix yeah. called genius. genius and the first part of it is a three-part series vision dropped and i watched it because i mean it's kanye west culture i wanted to see it culture. i'm a part of the culture i want to yeah. see the culture black people um, love culture and it got us thinking about what it means, it, it motivated me in a different way, but what it means to find your genius. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I wanted to talk a little bit about that. Yeah. And see how we align with, how our vision aligns with what it means for black future. Say what you did there. Black future. I, I love, can I, I just want to, I just want to stunt for a little bit. Go ahead. I mean, this came out last week, like two weeks ago, but <laughs> I had, I've seen it for a month. I just want I, I'm, I'm privy to shit like this I want to say that Just so you people saw it? I saw it in January Jazz got mad Because I watched it without her Like uh, <laughs> Seen it our, our cultural correspondent You know what I'm saying I'm out here field. I'm out here If you need some shit sometimes And you think I I think I know Just hit me I, I'm out here And um, when I watched it I thought it was very Inspirational Because I wanted to see it Unbiased 
Because in our culture now, it's hard to watch something and then go to the timeline with it. Because if you haven't seen it, that's the talk of the timeline. So I wanted to see it first before I could be like judging it. Yeah. And um, when I watched it, I was like, this is crazy. And then I was like, I feel like I need to do something right now. <laughs> like I need to get up, get into my bag right here, right now. Because it was just like this. The person that we know now that is Kanye West, it's always been that person. Right. And it's hard to like, even with the antics that we just, the slavery is a choice, wearing the red hat, being with Donald Trump, stalking your ex-wife. Like, all of that antics is like. Beefing with Drake. Like, all of this stuff is like, it was in the DNA then. It just wasn't. Like, it's just magnified now because of the level of success he's gotten to. And I'm like, inspired by, like, knowing that if you be yourself this entire ride, you can you can do it as yourself. So I felt like that was really cool to see from this first episode. So the documentary started back in 1999, 1998. <sighs> Back. With him, with the Harlem World guy, just being in the in the room, and Cootie, I think his name was Cootie, was recording. Shout out Cootie, and he decided that he just wanted to do a documentary on Kanye, Kanye West, yeah. and. Kanye West, you know, he started off as a producer, but one thing that I didn't know that I learned from documentary, and I, we didn't say this earlier, but spoiler alert, um was that he had already made it as a producer before he jumped into rapping. Like, he was very successful, but he still had that hunger to make it to the next level. Because some people get to that level and they're like, oh, well, I made it by society standards. Like, I'm good. I'm just going to sit here and continue to ride this wave until it's over. He's like, no, it's not enough. And you see it throughout the documentary, like he's good, but he still has that hustle about him where he's showing up to the record label, playing his music for the A&Rs or going into the office, being disruptive and talking to people about him rapping. And then at towards the end, going in to different record labels and trying to get signed there so that The Rock could see his value. Mm -hmm. And it's just like those different things like, dang, Kanye, like you didn't stop when you could have just been like. I'm All right, I'm content. cool. I'm content. I'm cool. And I think a part of what you just skipped over, you didn't mean to because you, you was going through it. But a part of that is uh, you missed while telling Cootie's story. Like at the beginning, they get into Cootie's oh, story yeah, just did. a little bit. Cootie was a comedian. Mm-hmm. He was a stand-up comedian, like trying to be like tell jokes and be this guy and somebody was like hey cool i think you should be a host and so then they started he started hosting a show that had him interview chicago artists he was a chicago flat yeah like he that is nuts he wasn't getting niggas to tell on themselves he was more like uh uh, it was be it was the Chicago, Chicago it was the Chicago Sugar rap basement. basement. Yeah, yeah, it was the Chicago rap city. He was interviewing people. Uh, if you old enough, maybe a video music box because nah, that's a good documentary. When he called Bow Wow girl, hilarious, oh. hilarious. Because I was sitting there like Bow Wow look like a little girl. He said she is so pretty. It's a nigga. <laughs> <laughs> so it was him 
pivoting from comedian to host and then going, you know what? Maybe I need to be a documentary because it's something that I've seen that's happening in our city that we may not ever see again. And I'm here close enough to it to capture that. And I think that's what happens with a lot of us. Sometimes we be afraid to pivot. Like niggas will come to you and say, Hey, I think you good at A, B, and C, but yet you be like, ah, I'm okay. And you don't know, like, now is the time to pivot. Like, Kanye could have been producer Kanye West. Yeah. But him having this fight and knowing, like, no, I'm much more than just a producer. The niggas say in there, I, I'm giving, I'm letting niggas live out their dreams. I'm giving them the tool to live out their dreams. I already know my shit good if I'm getting help at other niggas. And I think that is important for a lot of us that we don't realize sometimes when it comes to you know, achieving our dreams and achieving our goals, you got to be able to, even if you good at what you do, I got to pivot and do something else that might be a little bit harder and struggle a little bit more than where you at financially or what are you at successfully? Like what is your, what your dream is? Because if a motherfucker said they wanted to be a podcast, you can go to guitar center right now, go get mics and do all of that. But if you think you can, be something and take that mic and be something to help everybody else. You got to know that in your brain before you do it. He tells us all the time he started this podcast because he wasn't about to sit behind this or no, he started his business because he wasn't going to let anybody else's dream affect his. Yeah. And I think that is inspirational oh, remember. <laughs> within his own. No, like bro, you said, you tell us often most times when you're trying to straighten us out, when we need a little bit of straightening, you be like, <laughs> "I'm still offset." Here. <laughs> you know, I'm offset. You be, yeah, I'm, I'm take off. I'm off to take I'm, take off. I'm off. <laughs> <laughs> you will. T- yeah, that's a great name for you. But no, when you know you sit down and you're like, "What do I want to do? How can I reach my goals?" There are certain obstacles that you have to go through, and I I do like how. Cootie saw the vision and he's like, all right, well, I see what this could be. And even through Kanye's journey, like he saw the vision for himself and he didn't give up. He kept going. How do you feel about taking chances? Because when I watch this and then put myself in Cootie's like position, I don't know myself that I am mentally stable enough to be like, I see the vision. I want to be a part of it. It's a no for me. (laughs) I will support. I will support from the sidelines. I'm always the one like, yeah, go after it. Go get it. But when it come to me, dog, like jumping out the window. I don't know if I would have jumped. I'm like Kanye. Like I'm testing the the airbag before it go out. Like I'm (laughs) I'm testing the parachute. I want to make sure that I got all my snacks in my book bag. I mean, the, the question really is, is that. Was Kanye like you know giving him a little a little cash or something like that when he was because like one thing is like it's not like he has a regular nine to five and you follow him with a camera yeah right so it's like you know unless he's you know he can't I mean, he, he can't he can't work a regular job if he's gonna be making sure that he's recording all the time so but I, it, it is even further than just security like security like like how do you know this ain't a waste of time right like how do you see that vision for somebody else right of I mean, like that's the thing with but they believe in they believed in more than just Kanye they believed in Chicago right and that and that was the that was the part that I feel like 
that kept being kind of like grazed over. Like he like, met Kanye at that Jermaine Dupri party where Kanye's just worked on Harlem World. If you can name me any anybody else, name me anybody else in my Harlem World besides Mace. I mean, I just I just thought that was Mace's album. Okay, okay. So if you say that, name me the single off Harlem World. Is it Love and Carriage on there? No, I'm not sure. No. No, no, no. I think it's right after. I ain't got nothing. Don't Mace was the hottest the, nigga in the here. world at that time, and it's some nigga from your hometown that's on that album. I like. I don't really know if there's something I can believe in to be like, you know what? I'm gonna follow this nigga for the next however long. I mean, but there, there's a it's a mix of stuff though. My thing is like you don't understand like you gotta look at it like it's back in '98. Yeah, right. So the internet ain't really out yet. Like yeah. we don't we don't have access to stuff. Right, and they already felt like that they were behind because people only got picked up in New York, L.A., and, and Atlanta. Yep. So for them, it was like you know they talked, you know, they kind of, you kind of seen it because it was like going through all these different rappers and stuff like that, saying like they have what it takes, right? And the fact that you have somebody who's from there who had a platinum plaque, like because it was because I think they talked about it, it was niggas in their city. Uh, Common was Common was on. Do a die was know on. the brat was from Chicago. The brat was yeah, the brat's from Chicago. Twister. Yeah. Yeah, Twister. Like there was people that was on and like it's possible you've seen it. But like yeah. I don't like I think he was inspired by the way that Kanye just kept going. Yeah, and like, like but, he he sorry, got my phone. He had beats. He was from like the you city. don't really know this nigga enough, but once you sit down and talk to him, you like, no, this nigga got it. And he no. moved to New York, and then the next time he seen him, he was at the award show. Yeah, so no, he no, saw no. him. He, no, he just he they they premiered the song Izzo. Yeah, right. And he was like, I heard this beat. I knew like Kanye. It's one of the first beats that Kanye showed me. Right, and that's when he decided to go. Yeah, like that's 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 wild for you to be like. I mean, it's a nigga in the game, so it it's like okay, here's a chance here. But to, I think my issue, a lot of the things for me that's that hit home for me is to be like, is to see a dream and believe in that dream. Like Kanye has own at that time. If you like, it's a bunch of niggas in '98, a bunch of niggas from like from that whole decade. You take '99 to 2009. It's a bunch of niggas that's got. Beats on albums that you never heard from again. One thing is like, I grew up understanding that kind. Like when he got to Newark, that's when it started. So that when like, you like, yeah. So knowing that a nigga got a beat from your hometown on an album that is important from some to somebody, like to see that and then be like, you know what, I'm gonna follow him. It's crazy to me. That's crazy because not only do you believe in his dream you also believe that he can do it like like you can do it because he can do it yeah like it's inspiring on both parts like not only are you supporting a nigga by saying look I'll film you I want to see your journey cuz I know you got it but it's also knowing in yourself like can we talk about I can do this and do it too can we talk about the role his mother played in Cause a lot of niggas his don't inspiration. A lot of niggas don't have this kind of support. Yeah, a lot of niggas don't come from households where people see your dreams and think, "Hey, okay, let's do it." Unless it's you know playing a, a sport like playing ball, like 
Of course, if you play, you love basketball, you play basketball, your dad going to take you to the gym. He'll take you. Uh, if you're fortunate enough, you're going to go have these coaches and do all this. They're going to do that if you have a father in the house or a mother. Sometimes a mother. We saw with Jace on fucking uh, the Amazon. What was it, Apple TV show? I don't even remember the name of it. Uh, Swagger. Swagger. Like, yeah. his mom believed in him and his talent, and she was willing to risk, do whatever she could for that dream. Yeah. But, like... She was giving uh, Monet vibes from... Uh, <laughs> she, she, I, I do believe she caught a body at some point. Yeah, for sure. But, for like, sure. it's usually other only sports that motherfuckers get that kind of support from. It's hard to be an uh, art... In an art or be an artist, do music. Like, if you told your dad at 16 you wanted to be a rapper. Man, I don't know how that went away. <laughs> like, you know, like, that's cute. Go to school. <laughs> like, y'all saying? And, like, Kanye. I can't, I can't imagine. I can. I know how your dad laughs, and I can hear that when you say that, and that would make me crawl into a hole, bro. <laughs> like, like I, even looking at my life, like, like to this day, I don't. Be honest, I ain't never seen her post TA on her timeline. My mom, like, Ugh. it don't be on her Facebook page. Right. Every picture I post, she'll steal that one. But on everybody's like, I also do this too. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? I do this too. So if I would have told her at 16, like, Mom, I want to be a rapper, I think it would have took for me to be making it as a rapper to understand that I made it as a rapper. Right. But this nigga mom, like, Kanye mama was like there. She knew raps. From when he was, was just the in the room yeah. rapping. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, that's something that a lot of kids don't see. And they don't understand, like, that kind of support. I think it takes a level of selflessness to be a parent like that. To yes. take yourself out of your child's dreams and your fears out of your child's dreams. Because as adults, we know what it's like. Like, as a child, you don't know how much work it takes. And I think as an adult, it's our job to... You know, steer the way, but also allow them to have the time to figure out what it means to pursue that dream yeah. without shutting it down before they actually get a chance to chase. Because I think it. a lot of us didn't know what we loved. Yeah, and if and if we did know what we love, a lot of us didn't ever get to pursue it because a either cost a lot, or uh, b uh, they didn't think it was something that would be lucrative that helped you in the future. Like, you know, the 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 funniest like. Uh, uh, what's the shit? The stereotype is people that go to school for art degrees went to school for art degrees and didn't do nothing with it. Yeah, and it's like, no, I, I, I loved what I did, and so I love what I did. And a lot of times you don't get that kind of support, like at that age, and even Kanye Mama being a professor at a college never like talked to him about like, sir, you you dropped out, like like she never like went yeah. that route. She was more so like. Oh, you enjoy what you do, do it. I think support is and a the fact that she uh connected him with someone who was a student of hers. Right. That was within that space and it was like, Hey, I just bought my son some stuff and he needs to be around. Yeah. Support support plays a big role. It's crazy support because support can make or break your dream. Because I, I feel like a I think our parents put us in a bunch of activities as a child that we we did it because we thought it was cool at the time, but we ain't never loved it. It's that like shit. throwing darts. It's something going to stick. Man, and if you keep throwing them, and for me, it stick. never sticked. Like, I remember one time, I, I tell the story all the time. My mama asked me one summer, it may be middle, mid middle school, like it might be seventh or eighth grade. She was like, hey, 
do you want to play basketball this summer or do you want to go to Carowinds this summer? And I was like, I, I love I love basketball. Like, I love the sport of basketball. I knew I wasn't, like, good, good because I also have anxiety issues that I didn't realize as a child. But, I like, I like basketball. It's cool. But also, I was also realizing that I don't like waking up on Saturdays to go play basketball for, an hour, like, an hour and then come home. And so I was like, yeah, this is my out. I don't have to do this no more. If I choose this now, I don't. I might not have to give up another Saturday. So I picked Carowinds. Let me tell you how much of a support system that I had. I ended up going to Carowinds and playing basketball that summer. <laughs> and for no reason. You did both. I did both for no reason. It's like I didn't want to play basketball. Like I didn't want to do this. You and don't. they thought they was good for me. And I was like, I was trying to tell you that this is not what I want. I just wanted to go to Carolyn. I did. Like, <laughs> give me that one Saturday, and then I can figure out what I like with the rest of the Saturdays. But parents like that, bro. Like, some parents are like that, because I feel like a lot of parents didn't Or did you did you mishear her? Did she say, do you want to go to Carolyn's this Saturday, or do you want to go to basketball practice? No, it was literally or. or. I, I remember or, because I chose that purposefully. <laughs> did not work. Did not work, because they thought it was, it was good for me. I was like, yeah. I think the other piece um, to that is she may have heard you say no, but still wanted to push you to do something. Yeah, but it's that it it don't work like that. And I th- I think like as a non parent, just yeah, re- we're not we not parents, we're not parents, but like reliving that, like we answer we. I'm 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 about I, to be an uncle. So I'm about Congratulations to be an uncle. Yeah, about to be an uncle. Yeah, streets is out here talking. Yeah, yeah I'm about to be uncle Meezy in the road. Like that is probably what Congratulations. I, thank you. Like that's what I would Meezy. I'm taking those. <laughs> but like that's what I would like pre like You never like I don't think they ever like they never got to live daydreams, I guess. So they just knew uh, being an adult meant stability. So if you work at a fucking factory for 35 years and you can afford to give your kids something you never had, that was good enough. How do you feel about, um, this is random, but how do you feel about having your child work? Um, so I think it, it goes, it goes, I see both sides of this coin. I see. I don't. I want you to hear on your part. So all I can so all I can talk about is from my experience. So what I can remember was that um, when I was sixteen, I got a job. Like she was very, my mom was very adamant. Like you, you gonna go get a job. You gonna go get a job so you can pay insurance, so you can pay for this. You can drive this car that I paid for you, like I bought for you, and that made sense to me. But one day I remember being in a, a marketing class where I did very well in and the teacher was like, hey, I got this connection at the local news station. They need like interns for sports, like sports things, because I did really good in the sports marketing class. And I remember I had to turn it down because I worked after school. I had to go to work after school. Did and, you my fault, go, ahead. go ahead. Did you ask your mom about Did you talk to your mom about it? Yeah. Or did you decline and, it? She, I, I brought it home. I, he gave me the number. I put it in my pocket. I took it home and I said it. And her response to me was, "What? Well, what about going to work?" Man, <laughs> now okay. at thirty one, yeah, now I get it. This is my life. Like I get it. this is my life. I could have had a head start then, 
but because my parents didn't don't know because you never got a chance to do it my parents thought that this is what life was stability was and I somehow still turned around and made it back to what I thought, but I could have had a head start. Right. So I so, felt like I see both sides, but it's also like, damn, what if? There's a lot of what ifs in right. it. Like, so my thing is, I agree to everything that happened, right? But when an opportunity arises that may put you into a different situation, like an opportunity like that, you got to go for it. That's like taking a flight to New York. Like Cootie did, that, yeah. That situation, but you also gotta realize I was sixteen, making eight fifty in two thousand eight. Yeah, money. <laughs> I was sixteen. Yeah, paid. Mind you, minimum wage is still seven twenty five. I was six dollars. I was sixteen, making eight fifty five. Yeah, money. Twenty. I so I even worked extra. So oh, I was. Cool I had man. a real part. Cool I had an exempt on his on his. Uh, I had a real. Technically, in today's standards, I had a real full-time job. Like, I was only scheduled for 24, but we would work the overtime to do it. So, I was working, like, 30 hours a week. So, like, you know what I'm saying? At 16, like, my Saturdays, I go in early at 6 in the morning and get off at 9. Like, I'm, like the girlfriend that I had was at work with me. So, I didn't have to, like, need that time to go be with my girlfriend because she was at work with us. I think, um, for me, if... I can have the opportunity for them not to have to work so they can explore other avenues. I would love to be able to say, you don't have to go to work. You can explore art. You can explore um, sports. You can explore whatever. Because I feel like the the work does build responsibilities, but there are other things you can do to find out what those responsibilities are. Right. And you have so much time to work. Like after you turn, a lot of niggas at, gonna have to at, work for the rest okay. of your life, right? <laughs> okay, lean, he done leaned up and everything. After you turn a certain age, after you graduate college, work is your life, right? Like if you can spend a little bit of extra time not having to work, I'm with it. Yeah. So, I am not gonna discount what you said, <laughs> right? But at the end of the day, like you was doing that last week, no, you was giving her hell. Last yeah, week. I was gave me hell. hell yeah, still, still looking for that PS five. Still like, looking you know. for it. Ain't coming. I don't know which one of y'all off like said that that was my uh my burner account. That was Texas. Yeah. Texas actually found that. Yeah, <sighs> I'm just saying it's actually active. I got something for you. <laughs> um, no, so my my main thing is that there's uh there's a responsibility that you like. I feel like that like a child should learn. Like they need to understand the value of money, right? And they need to be able to do it as quickly as possible. Because schools do not teach it, right? And they do hey, not they do not prepare they do not prepare students for life, right? And I think as a parent, you have an obligation to get that instilled in them as early as possible, <laughs> right? So my paycheck. I'm sorry, I'm laughing because you said when I was talking, you said uh, you still claim exact. I I still don't know how to fill that paper out. Right? Yeah, that's <laughs> I, I definitely I definitely oh, that motherfucker say zero here, go to the bottom. I still be I don't know. Uh, I tried to fill it out married. I was like, can I talk to somebody before I fill this out? <laughs> I, what do I have to do? I'm confused. That's funny. Did nah, I sign my name right? <laughs> no, nah, but uh, but I honestly, like, I get it. Like, you want your child to have as much uh, opportunity and experience as possible. But my main thing is, like, if you are going to do something that is going to be like a solo type of thing, like art or like music or something like that, right, there has to be a, a component of, like, how are you planning on like making money to survive? Yeah. Right. Cause at the end of the day, like, like you are not 
a charity case. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, you have to know how to survive on your own. And also have, and then, like, we are sitting here and we also got to think that we are now in a black future month. So we yeah. are definitely in a different time now. Like, this nigga being a at home rapper back in his day probably cost him. Yeah. Two thousand uh, dollars to be able to be at home doing that, and he ain't had the money, so it's really like Christmas gifts and the money he saved. He went and did that with that money. But now I, I feel like, uh, for for two thousand dollars, you get the whole thing for two thousand dollars. And as a kid, now you can start off like that. Right. Like you yeah. can start off with shitty equipment first, and then work your way up to good equipment. And tomorrow. Today, say I'm just finishing my rap song. I think is really good, and it's on DSPs next week. Like, like you know what I'm saying? Like, it's yeah. a different time. Like, my thing is like, and especially when you talk about different times, like it's way easier for people to monetize their like their talents. Okay, right. So my main thing is like, I sit here and say like, yeah, you need to work, but if, if our child decides to find out how to how money, to money launder and, like no, Ozark, no, not like Ozark. That's <laughs> clearly. All right, I'm gonna have yeah. I mean, we, we're gonna have to have a conversation. I mean, we we have, we have to have a conversation. Uh, you, you need to go to uh, uh, I might be supportive of this. Okay. If you can figure this out, that means you're smart enough to figure out some. So other I was gonna shit. say if he can get into crypto or something like that, and is making his own money that way. Yeah. Here, these niggas, here all here these, go these words. here go these fucking entrepreneurs. Next week we're gonna about. come back and talk about money because we, we need I'm to figure out what we're doing with looking our money. Looking for the crypto but, niggas but, to explain to me this metaverse shit. But my thing is like at the end of the day, like I feel like that our child is gonna have access to stuff that we never did. And it's going to understand stuff that we never could. Right. And if they. They're going to understand that belt. You understood that. <laughs> I know. I no, know. The no, Resurus. No, she didn't. The Res. No, the Resurus understood the belt. She still did what she did, but she understood that belt. I understood what the belt meant. <laughs> like, I can hear that belt. <laughs> and it was. A, you, know, you, know that, you, you know, no, the sound with the jingle. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. I understood that hey, belt. We'll, we'll I'm a, the the belt buckle coming off. That still scared me a little bit. Yep, hey, there it is. Hey, there it is. That hey, jingle. Hey, and you know it was a shake to it too. My dad was in his thirties, fed up with two girls wrapping that bitch around your wrist. Because, oh my god, nigga, I did that, not know that was leverage. No, have you ever snatched your belt out hey. of all the loops real quick? <laughs> Woo! Hey. Woo! Hey, the smartest thing I ever learned was to take that arm and wrap it. Let that bitch. Hit the arm. You gotta take that first blow. But as it hit it, you gotta grab it. Like, oh, you was taking front hit. Hey, I had to and wrap it around. Hey, no, because you know why? The, the first one, the first one, uh, you know, it takes out the most damage. Yeah. So the reason the why? Because they only want to hit you on two or three times. <laughs> so the reason why two I was taking front that front hit because I had took some back hits and then had to go take sit in the bathtub. <laughs> I knew that plane. Like, no, nigga, I, let's get here. <laughs> All of these bodies, it's like tattoos. If you do all of this here, I can cover these. But if you get me one good time, I wrap it and we fight a little bit. Not really fight, because you know a black mama going to tell you you tried to fight back. <laughs> you was fighting me. You was fighting her. And they going to call everybody and tell you fought her. I, I, I wasn't. I was protecting myself. I may or may not have been told you sleep too heavy. So you fight back and I'm bringing a bat to you. Exactly. So oh you got to wrap it and hold it for a little bit. Let it go. Like, rap, like just like let, keep letting it go. So by the time she get tired, it's like, all right. So I understood that. Now, I did understand that belt. That I belt was crazy. Yo, belt. you was playing Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Trying to, uh, early. Early. 
Sometimes you gotta sacrifice the, for the big reward. It's like chess. Oh chess not God. checkers. What, what, what was the, what was that? Uh, was it a fight night? Was that, yeah, 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 yeah. You gotta take a couple hits to get to, to get well. To make it through right. it. Make it through it. Yeah, absolutely right. Let's go ahead and take a break and come back with our song of the week, y'all. Oh, final thoughts. Final thoughts. You really don't know how to do. No, this, okay. I do know how to do it, but we ain't got no final thoughts. We gonna do song yeah. of the week next. See, this is this, this is what happens when like this is like the show that I'm watching. And this, this is the same girl host the whole time. She got a new hairstyle, and I'm like, this is not the same person. Well, that's been the di- same person. I know Riz for four years has been a different person. No, this is the first time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was a full sentence right there. What? That. And we're back. So I think we're going to have to have a follow-up conversation about this because there are two other parts to this documentary um so the first part came out the second part comes out on the 23rd i think so we'll be back to talk about so don't treat don't treat this like a fucking we spoiled it for you because if you open your phone if you open your phone right now he'll show you where he's made it yeah if you google kanye west it'll show you where he's made it so it's not really like a spoiler thing it's more so like analyzing things that you like Never thought about it. This is how so, I watched it. Like, it's just piecing it together. It's yeah. Like you heard different rumblings. You heard different things. And now the fact that we are in this info age that you can finally say, oh, you can piece it together. Yeah. So, like, my like my father is, like, I, like I, I've heard all of these stories. I know all of these stories. I've seen all of this. But it's also, like, how, like, the interpretation that you can take it. For, like, there's a scene in here where Kanye is playing the music in the room. And the way it's shown in the documentary is very, like, it's amazing because it looks like, oh, Kanye been putting his heart and soul in this music and nobody give a fuck. Right? Right. Well, nobody gives a fuck. Like, but he been putting his heart and soul. It, it's all fall. Like, me and Bass had a conversation the other day. It's all falls down. Mm-hmm. So think about how you feel about all falls down now. Yeah. At that time, that's the same song. No. It wasn't, two, it wasn't, it wasn't produced the same, but... It's the same song. Two words. <laughs> Every time he gets into two words. It's the same song then, and how you feel about it now is what they supposed to be feeling about then, and this is how you're going to feel now, and it's right. how you feel in the future. Yep. But they wasn't given what you feel about these songs. And you sitting there like, <laughs> how do you not know? Yeah, like, you, you this song like, played on the radio station back to back to back when I was 13. Like, you, like, you bugging. Like, and then <laughs> Wayno, shout out to Wayno. He then goes to the timeline, who worked at Rockefeller, who's in this documentary, goes, fam, he used to do this all the time. Like, he was There's in there. New. It was all the time. Camera crew and L. Like, Shaka didn't give a reaction. Shout out Shaka Pilgrim. She worked at Rockefeller. She was, like, there for the important shit. She still helped people now at Rock Nation. He was like, she, she didn't even have no makeup on. She didn't want to be on these cameras. She just came to work today to work. <laughs> like, how can I give you the reaction that you think you're supposed to get? Right. This is the 10th time you've done this. <laughs> Right. So it's all about interpretation. So I feel like with interpretation, you got to know what you want with your life. And be secure in your your dream. Find your support people. Lean on your support people. Don't be afraid to run to them and say, yo, this is how I feel. Get charged up and get back out there. Right. So love your people. Show your people you support them. Believe in them. And I'm pretty sure I say that like that because if I believe in you, you believe in me. So that's why I said it. It's vice versa. Facts. 
Let's see what we got for our song of the week this week. You are now tuned in. You are now tuned. This in week I got uh my guy, my guy out of uh I think Maryland. Shout out uh John Wells. This week we got the back of my mind. This song is beautiful because when you really get to it, you start thinking about stuff the way we usually think about stuff. So we about to get into it here on W M E Z. Textually active. We okay. Whenever I come to my conclusion, I need you there with me. The family cool, but I promise I will not move to that city. I need your grandma at a house, skipping a jump. I need my Timberlands, butter like spaghetti sandwiches. I need your face whenever I wake up in the morning, just so you can smell my morning breath. I need you laughing at that line I did when I recorded that. I need to thank you for your time Before that I was more than stressed Barely believed in God But at this point I'm 100% sure I'm blessed My shorty like the water in my hydro flask The only reason I'm outside Coming out from behind the mask The only one I'm trying to be beside After my time has passed The reason I feel safe enough to die Which made me want to stay alive And I bet that was the line that you started crying at I know you like the back of my mind so I ain't trying to act like I got other plans in mind to spend the rest of my time on this planet unless I'm standing by your side like God damn. So, we linked up on, we linked up on Halloween, as a matter of fact. And there was some shit going on with me at this time, but, uh, So we back. That was my dog, John Wills. That is the back of my mind. Shout out John Wills uh, Somebody I believe in He been going crazy Doing a lot of uh, A lot of great content Shoot videos for himself There's merch out there He going crazy Is a business Like some shit for A rapper That believe in his art I think that's really cool Really dope If you like that song You want to hear it again You know what to do Go to your DSPs Type in Textually Active And the WMEZ Song of the Week playlist Will pop up Apple, Title, Spotify, and you too can believe in yourself the way that he do here on WMEZ. Sounds actually active. Don't let them people um, miss out on that playlist you dropped too. Which one? Bone session. Oh, that was the Valentine's thing. Oh yeah, was that nine? Bone session nine. It was bone session nine. Yeah, that joint was slapping. Yeah, yeah. If you Mm -hmm. if you want to, you know, get a little frisky with with your person. Or you want to, you know, take some time and set the ambiance for yourself. Light a candle, heat up the lotion, heat up that jerry, get in the microwave, get it warm. And, and get yourself a black tail magazine. You get got a, you got an hour, an hour and eight minutes eat. to get something. If you can't get it popping in, in an hour. Uh, I don't know what to tell yeah, you. Yeah, like, I, you, you just, like, put it on repeat, I guess. Like, because <laughs> <laughs> I don't think, it, hey, we, I'm 30. I don't need a whole hour no more. Hopefully I can get to the damn course (laughs) Nigga (laughs) It depends on what kind of song it is If it's an old school uh, Old school R&B song with three verses Hey I might get to that first course If it's the dream or Chris Brown The the dream Trey songs or Chris Brown You might yeah it's gonna be a quick one Hey all I ever uh, Alright we been transparent on this podcast Yeah One time I got to Neighbors Noma (laughs) The Neighbors Noma (laughs) <laughs> Done. Done. <laughs> Done. Ready had just came out too. It was oh 08. God. It's about 08, 09. Ready had just came out. I bet the neighbors know my. And that's that's, a, that's, that's where all I got you to. Need. Yep. That's all you need. And I think that's like the third song going on. <laughs> 
That's hilarious. <laughs> um, where are y'all memes at? What memes do you have for the week? I, got one. I found something on on Twitter. Uh, this is an account that I found. It's pretty dope. It's called uh, at EA the exec. Uh, <laughs> no, that's uh, your account. Oh, <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. That's good. Fire. Go All for right. it. I like it. All right. Don't second guess yourself when anything or anyone doesn't align with your purpose. Things have a way to correct yourself. Mm. And basically, just don't let anyone get in the way of your genius. That's right. That's crazy because my meme is the complete opposite of that. Yeah. Um, shout out to my dog, Wingo. Shout out to Sean, 30, 30 hours. Uh, he said, uh, I used to think I was working with something until I seen the girls on timeline talk about that Nelly video. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> hey, I, 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 I thought I was all right. But girls did not appreciate that daily video i don't know what they're talking about it wasn't like anyway um mine is out the window too if you know me you know how i drive we're not really friends if we haven't almost died in a car together i like it i I always worry about you because i you definitely drive in the ambiance that you set with the ox cord (laughs) and that you got a brick in the back and so i never know what the experience is gonna be like with you yeah I give off the vibe that I like to um, to drive like you like know. you know how to take the door handle the door panel off and put them back on like it's something hitting b- behind the radio. Yep. Yeah. Yep. You never know who's following you home. You got a button in that little Honda that changed the license plate. <laughs> <laughs> just it over. You got that. You know you got to have the accessories in your car. I feel like the first the first thing you do is look for. <laughs> <laughs> you look for a car that lets you access the trunk from that little flip down in the right. base. Yep. Double, double O resin over here. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, guys. Hey, you got so many names on this podcast. Hey, you are. Double O resin. Double O resin. You're one of a kind. You're one of a kind. We, what else did we say? This, Take off? Like, this podcast wouldn't be what it is without you. Oh, my gosh. I had to tell y'all something to the listeners. If y'all remember the Air Force One story, there's more. <laughs> Yo, this, hey, this, this is the next hey, part about uh, it. And if you know this story, you're going to love it. Hey, o- o- Open Media Team, clip this. Please. Get, get this as an extra. Please. please. So remember that time I came on here and I told y'all when I was in elementary school, I starved for 60 days to save up my lunch money so that I could buy some Air Force Ones. And mm-hmm. stole her, her sister's lunch money too. Bro, they were black Air Force Ones. <laughs> You better bundle up. <laughs> if that don't scream Lazarus, this is like two thousand, bro. Like, yeah, she told me that. She told me that. I'm talking about like I'm we was like, we was over. We I told him this over waffles. We were eating waffles. I'm like, yo, I, I love it. You it, was just, tra- it just came to me. You was thinking about stealing it. It was black. It was black Air Force, and I have a picture of them. I have to go home and find and, and it, but know, I have a picture of me and them. And you know she bought, she bought them two sizes too big. Sure did. So you could wear them for... Feet was the biggest part so of you all can, my body. So you can wear them for you a while. You know I look like the skinny tall one on the Gross Sisters. That's what I look like in them. <laughs> That's for black ones, though. Hey. Oh. Nasty. I, sh- I shoot her some bill. I shoot her some bill. I don't no. know where the black ones got this bad rap, though. I don't know either. Like, I like at a time, the black they ones were cool. Nah, the black ones solid. I don't know where they got Listen, this bad rap. And the thing is, in the in the in this whole first of all, and I forgot about this one thing. We, t- we I'm gonna get back to this. 
Um, at the end of the day, you grow up and you realize the stuff that you did was just not it. True. And the black Air Force ones just ain't True. it. Because they look way worse when they fucked up than yeah. the white ones do. The white ones just the look dirty. The white ones just look dirty. The black ones look like that leather couch that you'd have had since 1995 and it's been ripped and crypt and it's got. And you since need they to, black people think nobody can see it. It's got it. tiger stripes. The Air Force ones have tiger stripes on them. So, uh, so I don't think we talked about. Uh, we're basically done, but. I don't think we talked about Mitchell and Ness today, did we? No. no. Uh, shout out the whole deal. Right, but what I want, I want, what I wanted to be understood, right? That re, that uh, say res, that Jay Z bought Mitchell and Ness, right? I like no? to say it like that because I like to be black, but no, no, that's, no. I want to be truthful. But no, but no, no. Forget the truth. I just want, I just want to get down to the brass tacks here, right? Over the last two decades, Jay Z told us to change clothes and get rid of the jerseys. And now he's telling us to get back in them. Over there, a lot of shit he told us not to do and then ended up doing it himself. That nigga told us not to. Uh, well, I would never drink vodka and it not be puff shit. Uh, you know what I'm saying? And then sold half of Ace of Spade to Hennessy. He told, like, the moves he's made in the last two years has been a lot of, like, I would never. Like, this nigga own title. Guess who own part of it now? Twitter, like mm-hmm. the NATO, like it's a lot of things. Black yeah. owned shit don't always have to be black owned. It could be partially black owned. It's, it's okay with white funding. It's about the level up though, so we we appreciate that. All right, well, thank you all for listening to Hope this episode. To have, this nigga try to have us with fucking suit vest and button ups and jeans, like with, with cufflinks. Like this nigga had us in button ups and fitted lugs. He's big ass in. button ups with that big ass cuff. Yeah. With jeans. Don't be surprised when the NASCAR uh, jackets come back. At least he didn't have y'all in fedoras. I know, no, but him and Kanye had us in them nasty ass Infinity scars. Oh my god! <laughs> you remember that? Era? Yes, hey. that was nasty. <laughs> Anywho, thank you all for listening to this episode. It's actually active. We'll be back next Tuesday. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe, and share it with a friend if you haven't already. We drop episodes every Tuesday at 6 a.m. We'll be back next Tuesday. Bye, y'all. Peace. Textually active.